Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. It's Monet Exchange. And my name is Bob the Drag Queen, and this is Sibling Advisory. Now, listen, we all know that we are not doctors. Not even a little bit. We're not therapists. We are not mm-hmm. um, psychologists. We don't know much about algebra. Psychiatrists. If you need advice, please go to your doctor, your rabbi, your priest, your shaman, your teacher, your psych, your therapist. This is just for entertainment purposes only. Yes, everything we're saying is is for use in this podcast only. Do not take this as sound advice to take into the world to 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 remedy your issues. If you have, do not take any of this seriously. This is for entertainment purposes only, and we don't want anyone to uh, feel like we are diagnosing them that we give them a, a, a prognosis of on life. So with that in line, let's get into some advisory. Any kitty cat, kitty cat. Oh, that's it. What are you listening to? Can you? Hold on one second. Hold on one second. I... <laughs> Jacob, did you see the uh, the 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 supercut of of Bosco saying problematic stuff that Mitch put in the video? I did. It was very funny. It is very good. Mitch is such a funny editor. You oh, so that is so funny. He cut together Bosco saying, "I think black girls are not funny, Bob. Why don't you go to hell, you fucking bitch?" But it's literally like, "I think black girls are not funny, Bob. Why don't you go to hell?" Um, Bosco, I think I, I really, I've met Bosco a few times and they're very delightful. I really enjoy her. Yeah. She's, yeah. I like, I like Bosco a lot too. Bosco. Have you been to Boscov's? Are we recording? Yes. No. What is that? 
Moscow's is a department store in Delaware is where I've seen it. It's like a Macy's or JCPenney. You want to do a Charlotte's podcast? No, I'm not interested. But you should, though. We should I would do love it. to see you do it. No, you. So try, try, try from a me, from a me place. This is our podcast, though. But I mean, we don't have to do everything together. We do. We oftentimes do separate things on this podcast that we that makes us happy. Well, we don't have to do it. I just want to know if you wanted to. I've asked you in the past, and you've ne- you've never said yes. Yeah, and I will never say yes. You be posting full news on the internet. Pop off. Oh, this is my podcast. This is my place of work. I'm not working on the internet. I'm working here. You can say that again. You were yeah. slacking, honey. Slacking. Yeah. yeah. All over the internet. Mm-hmm. But a bitch is still what? Paid. Because it costs a billion to look this good. Wait, so you get uh, do you get paid for the picture uh, or or, or ease because she got it? What about the what about those uh those those things on your TikTok and Instagram that say paid promotion? It says like paid. Were you were you working then? That's on TikTok. I've never been naked on TikTok, only on Instagram. Doing a little bit of investigation into that. You haven't posted any paid promotions on Instagram. Um, what? You never had a paid promotion on Instagram? You legally can't lie. I legally can't lie. Have you ever had a paid promotion on Instagram? I don't recall. What about those away suitcases and those pictures you took? Those? Yeah. I don't. I don't know what away is. So you never heard of a waste suitcase? Wow, your your funny about to get snatched. Y'all about to see Monet at, at the at the uh, at, at the airport with a bunch of fucking garbage bags. A waste, gonna show up and snooch. Okay, sorry. Tell me about this restaurant you're talking about. A restaurant? What? The place you asked me if I went. I assumed it was a restaurant. Boscov's, Bos something. Bitch, I said I did a whole explanation to you. I'm not saying no, but I wasn't listening. I was like talking. I, I forget. I don't know what it is. You know what Boscov's is. Tell me what Boscov's is. I really don't. I was doing a bit. You knew, I don't know. You knew a second ago and now you don't know? I was doing a bit. Oh, there's no Boscov's. No, there isn't. Are you lying? The, what the hell? Boscov's? I don't know what that means. You're full of shit. You're gaslighting. Boscov's is, check out our weekly deals, sales, and promotions. Great deals and top brands. Shop Boscov's.com for great values and apparel, shoes, handbags, cosmetics, jewelry, and home. Free shipping at $45. There you go. So there is a Boscov's. There is. And you just explained what it is to all of us. Thank you so much. You can find a Boscov's near you. They're in Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Rhode Island. There are 26 of them in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania loves their Boscov's. Have you ever been to Boscov's? Yes, my I have my my aunt lives in Delaware. Um, when we used to go Black Friday shopping and stuff, we used to go to Boscov's back in the day. So you do know Boscov's is? Yes. Jacob, this is advisory, not rivalry. Can you give us our first <laughs> bit of advice, please? What is up, sibling? Rivalry to Monet. I know you love the British. Sorry, top of the morning, love. I hope that did the right things for you, Bob. Sub nigga. So as you know, we are approaching a new season, but obviously I'm the trade of four seasons. So I am tr- I'm currently trying to prepare myself for, you know, the fucking pumpkin talk, you know, happy white people, which is upsetting. So my question is, uh, you know, how do you fool people into thinking that you're excited about life? <laughs> It's not that I'm not a fun person to be around. You know, I like to make people laugh and feel good. Um, But the thing is that I'm not going to fake 
Uh, I'm not going to fake laugh. I'm not going to fake care. <laughs> and I think sometimes that can put people off. So, um, you know, any advice is much appreciated. Thank you for doing what you do. Uh, good luck in the tour. I can't wait for new music. Uh, fucking Monet. Just let me take a bite. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, do you want to? This is something very much up your alley. You want to take it first? No. I'm is it up my alley? To... I'll talk about it. Um, you know, I feel like at parties, you and hate stuff, small talk. You don't like you don't like smiling at people and stuff. You like this. I think this is up your alley. At parties and stuff, I don't particularly care for um, niceties and small talk, but I do find things that I actually want to have conversations about. So you know, instead of being like. Instead of being like, I don't want to fake laugh. You don't have to fake laugh. No one's asking you to fake laugh. You know, I think some, now I I realize this in life. People who fake laugh, not everyone, but a lot of people fake laugh. It's because they're uncomfortable. They're not doing it to be fake. They're doing it because they don't know how to deal with the scenario otherwise. They just start laughing. There are certain people who laugh while they're talking. They laugh after everything they say. They're not saying anything funny. They just laugh. I have a friend named Miguel back in New York City who would laugh at, I mean, guffaw at everything he said. No, it doesn't matter what. It could be sad. It could be serious. It could be neutral. It could be funny. He was cackling while he was talking. And I realized it was never because he thought it was funny. It was because he just felt awkward. And he wasn't trying to be fake. He was honestly just doing the best he could with what he had. Now, I, in my experience, I tend to be the life of the party. I tend to do very well at parties. And I'm not usually fake laughing. I usually just engage in conversations that I want to. And then when someone talks about something I find a little bit interesting, I'll just kind of jump in and tell my, you know, give my two cents on the on the thing as well. Um, and I, I think that if you lean into being yourself, you'll get a much better response, actually, than I was gonna trying say. to imitate other people's behavior. I was going to say, you sound like a funny person. Like, normally at parties, I, I, I'm i a very social person, and I, I, I'll, like, buzz around and talk to different people. And I, I tend to always be, like, making jokes or, like, making observations about the party. And that – so that people aren't fake laughing. They're, like, they're enjoying this, and they're laughing with me because I'm cracking jokes. And so you seem like someone that can do that, too. You seem – from what it, from how you submitted your question, you sound like someone who is the life of the party as well. You sound like someone who's cracking jokes, someone who can make other people laugh. So I would say lean into that personality, so you don't feel like you're at the will to, to um to laugh at other people's jokes. Bitch, you be the you be the joke teller. You be the story crafter. You be the one who is making the party fierce. If you want to take that on, and if not, he's I, black. So you told him to be a story cracker. I said Tory Teller, you joke said, cracker. You I meant a joke cracker. He's going to be a joke cracker. He's black. <laughs> oh, my God. So, but it's also, also, if you. <laughs> but also, if you're going to this party. You're is not Trixie a joke cracker? She is. And you're not particularly interested in, like, carrying on. And maybe you just want to go to this party because you know they're going to have some good hors d'oeuvres. Let me tell you, bitch. Part, I fucking love hors d'oeuvres. It's like my favorite food. Like I, so if sometimes you just want to go to a party just for the little, the little hand tricks and the free drinks, and that's cool too. And when and on the on the subject of happy white people, I know it is upsetting sometimes to see white people uh, 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 cheers in their um their, their 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 pumpkin spices and drinking out their cups, and then and then bitches just uh, smiling and kiki and cockeyed. It is uh, sometimes it's hard to do. And you know what? Just just spit on them. I'm kidding. Don't do that. I'm just I'm I'm being silly. I don't really. Yeah. Not. Expressed one time, and people were kind of like, I, "I don't get it." And some folks were like, "No, I get it." Watching white people laugh in a group is irritating. <laughs> what y'all niggas laughing at? 
What the fuck are y'all <laughs> watching a bunch of white people like by in a picture all laughing? My first thought was like, what the fuck are you laughing at? I want to know what you're like. What I want to know what's so fucking funny. I would really like to know, as a matter of fact. I don't know why it bothers me so much. It just irritates me. <laughs> you never you never feel that? For sure. So what <laughs> you see? <laughs> just, I mean, I'm, to, to say Bob, I mean, they have days. Like Bob makes they have days when I walk around and I'm not in the best mood. I'm not smiling at things. I'm just irritated. And then I would so I would like and I know I have to run to a mall to pick up a thing that I have to get for a thing. I'll just walk around with my glasses on and just mean mugging the whole time. And I think that is a perfectly acceptable space to be sometimes. You don't always have to be happy and cheery and goofy and kiki and kakine. Being angry and annoyed and pissed off is great, too. And I love being in that space just as much as I like being happy. I do think that if you're going to be at a, if you're if you're going to go to a party and you're in a bad mood, maybe sit that party out. If you're in a mood where you're like, I can't recover yeah. from this, maybe sit that out. Don't maybe don't bring the energy to a party. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. But also sometimes, if unless the dirt are gonna be good, if you have a, sometimes you have a contrary opinion, it can be really cool to like have a really cool conversation at a party. If everyone's talking about zodiac, I'm the one who will be like, I don't really know if I believe in the zodiac, and then you might end up having actually like, a really fun and cool conversation. Yeah, yeah. In my um, in my Monet experience, shall we take on the next question? You ever use that as a, some sort of a branding thing? Thing in my Monet experience, and then you give advice. On the exchange rate, the producer they they made a lot of money puns for me. They were we, we were not short of money puns. Every, every segment that's not, was, a, was, that's not a money pun though. I, I mean I mean a, a pun or, or a play on my name. We we had we were, yeah. my show was my show was full of them. Do you every, think they every used segment. Monet experience? I think we did use Monet experience for something actually. I'm pretty sure we did. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right, hit it, Jacob. Hey, Bob. I'm a lesbian in my 30s living in Los Angeles, and I've recently been touched by an angel. Uh, got some lip filler, some other filler, and I'm very happy with the results. It's still a little bit odd looking in the mirror and seeing myself. Uh, but my question is, my friends are, are, you know, obviously they're noticing the difference. They're saying, wow, you're looking so good. You really, really look good. And which makes me feel a little bit conflicted. I mean, obviously that was the point, but part of me is like, well, when the fillers dissolve, how am I going to feel? Am I going to have to keep doing this the rest of my life? I want to, but then again, I'm feeling, well, my self-confidence shouldn't be based solely on my amount of lip filler. I don't know. I'm just wondering if you've ever experienced anything similar. 
thank you. Love you both. I mean, considering your what you said on the last episode, do you want to take this one first too? So yesterday, one of my best friends called me out at work <laughs> for having filler. <laughs> Okay. In front of all was, of our coworkers. Okay, let me say this. We were on the podcast and I was we were on the thing and I was like, something looks different about your face. I don't know what it was. I don't know what this, Bob could have said anything. So, I could have also, I, you're, I could have lied, but I chose not to lie. <laughs> I could have been like nothing, literally nothing. So yeah, I have had a scenario where a friend of mine in a professional space called me out <laughs> for getting work done. And I have evidence to prove it, by the way. <laughs> something about your face. What you do to your face? I did not do that. I said something was different. But, but if it wasn't, if it wasn't work, what would it be? I don't know what it would be. Maybe you don't. You don't. I've been don't using a sculpting tool, bitch. You don't. You don't moisturize. You. 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 Maybe, I do moisturize. Well, I'm saying Layla tried to put you on like a school full skincare regimen that you don't do. Maybe like you started doing that. I don't know. There's literally shea butter right next to my. Okay, shea butter for your face. I don't use it in my face, but I'm saying I moisturize. I, I'm talking about skincare. Skincare I, that you I do. I moisturize my face too. You think my you think my skin looks like this and I don't do nothing? No, to but it? a cleanser, a toner, a serum, an eye cream. Okay, toner's not moisturizer. Toner is part of a cleanser's skincare. Cleanser's not regimen. moisturizer. I didn't say it's not skincare. I said you said you don't moisturize. And I fixed and I said you're right. Yeah, I meant, fix I yourself. Meant, Oh my god! I'm going to literally fix yourself body. real quick. Bitch, next time I the way, see the you, the way I on fix site, this chin. on site, be like. Well, <laughs> I was thinking of today. Today, you and I should do for the Patreon. We should play basketball. Will you beat me in basketball? Oh, for sure. We need to play a game of twenty-one. We need to do anything you can do. We need to do. We need to do basketball, football, and soccer. What we, you need teams to do football. There's no two-person football. Yes, you can. Two-person football? Yeah. How? With the flag. You, you put the little flags, and whoever gets the flag of the other person. But that's not, I, mean, I can play football. Andy, yeah. And me and I'm Andy not will fuck against Jacob. <laughs> Andy I don't want to embarrass him. Andy will pick up Jacob by his ankle and fucking Hercules Jacob across yeah, the motherfucking parking lot. Don't ever underestimate Jacob. That's, that's your first mistake. Okay, okay. Now let's do it then. Me and you. Just me like Andy, Andy was positive he was going to take me down in our little mercy game, Andy was like, oh, I'm gathering you. Within three <laughs> seconds, your little boyfriend, who you were like, my boyfriend can gather you, was gathered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you you were on the podcast, Andy going to whoop you up. Andy going to this, I Andy going to that. I never said that. Yes, you did. You I never like, did. When? Back, back when we talked about arm wrestling, you were like, get Andy. Andy <laughs> going to gather true. you. Andy going to get you. Because you all remember this. Jacob, do you remember any, any Jacob, do you remember any of this? Specifically, we talked about arm wrestling. Monet was like, do Andy. Andy going to get you. No, I did not. Yeah, she was. But I mean, that's kind of, that's, that, that, I think she it, was more doing it as a bit. It doesn't matter. You said what you need to say. Monet said she didn't. And we know true. she did. Well, so how about, boyfriend, how about, you, you and how your boyfriend about, got gathered by me. And how about me and you and, how about all, you and Andy do your, little, do your little leg game? Jake goes to the gym five times okay, a week. Okay, you know what? You know what? I'll see. Uh, you know, we'll, 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 put, we'll put Andy down. How about me and Patty versus you and your little boyfriend? Okay, I was no, going to squash y'all niggas. First of all, you, Andy, Jacob is going to beat your boyfriend up. Jacob goes to the gym <laughs> literally five days a week. Okay. Jacob will is, literally beat Jacob your boyfriend. Is, Jacob is the literally fuck like, up. Jacob is like, please, Ixnay on the beat up stay. Hey, Jacob is like, don't. Jacob has been taking pole dancing class. He has very strong arms and legs. Jacob will <laughs> literally beat your boyfriend up. Not true. In his, in his little fucking sober mobile. 
Anybody get fucked up? You just signed Andy's fucking death certificate. You you, you just you just put a hit out on your own boyfriend. You know what? You know say what? Good, we'll, say, we'll, you know what? Is he in the house? We'll, Go say goodbye we'll, now. We will even let you invite another another Polly into in, into the cube because it'll be two against three, and we'll still mollywop all three of y'all niggas. Is Andy? You better go say goodbye now, to Andy, because Andy might not make it he's home not tonight. Here, because you know what he's doing? He's at a motherfucking Spartan race, honey. Something that you and your boyfriend could never do. Jacob, he's over here working on his motherfucking fitness, bitch. He's Jacob, working on his it. fitness. Jacob, handle it. Jacob, that's all I gotta say. Handle it, Jacob. <laughs> we 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 gonna get Jacob's little his little, his little asthma pump. <laughs> Jacob does not have asthma. How dare you? <laughs> My baby is fit and healthy. Wow, I want to say there is nothing wrong with people who have asthma, y'all. Wow, Bob. <laughs> There is nothing wrong with people anyway, who have Anyway, now asthma. back to this girl that had a lot to ask us on advisory the other day. Lesbian, what's good? Um, you know, I think that you're... Okay, let me say this. I, I thought about the other day, too. So I went to this doctor. I did not know I was going to talk about my fucking filler two episodes in a row. Um, I, I went to the doctor. I mentioned to my publicist, I was like, I want to get a little lipo down here. I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I was like, I want to get a little lipo right here. I went into the doctor. The doctor said, you actually don't have enough fat there to pull. That's not fat. That's actually muscle. You just have like a strong <laughs> fucking thing. And then you have sub-something sub fat. Meaning Subdermal. Fat. It's not, it wasn't subdermal. He used a different word. It was like sub-muscular or whatever. It's not, it's not bleak skin. It's like, it's like fat beneath the – but he's like, it's just part of who – it's not like – he's like, there's no working out you can do that can get rid of it. There's no lipo. It's just part of who you are. You have a thick layer of muscle and then some fat underneath that. But what you actually need to do is just get your chin – either an implant or you can do filler which is less permanent will go away after about a year and a half um and some people just go back and do it every couple of years and your worth should not be based on how you how people view you i was thinking about this today i was watching um me and jacob were watching episode three of um we're here today and shangela's drag kid in um saint george utah um was was talking about how 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 nice it feels to be seen as a man to be seen as a guy to not be seen as a girl he's transmasculine and of course, the part of me is like, well, what, what does it matter how people view you? But also, what really matters is how you view yourself. If that makes you feel good, there's nothing wrong with doing that. There's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with getting up and doing your hair every day. That's is it. It takes more effort to do your hair every day or get a haircut every couple of weeks than it does to get filler once a, once every year and a half. There's there's nothing wrong with doing something to your body. But society's made you believe that be, that if it's if it's uh, cosmetic or if it's uh, some sort of a cosmetic procedure, that there's something wrong with this bad. Dyeing your hair is really no different to me than getting Botox. In fact, dyeing your hair takes longer. Yeah. And, yeah you have, I, and you have to do it more frequently. There's nothing wrong with liking the way you look with some lip filler. Do not let society tell you that getting filler or getting Botox or getting liposuction or getting an eyebrow lift or going on a diet or staying off a diet or gaining some weight or losing some weight. You want to pick up pounds. You want to lose pounds. If it makes you feel good and and it, and it doesn't feel negative to you, then I think you should do it. I agree. And, I, and if you have people who you feel like are judging you for this, whether it be albeit friends or family, I think you it, that's when you can have a conversation and be like, hey, I don't like that you guys say this about my filler or my or whatever I'm doing. Like it, I don't like it. It doesn't make me feel good. If if there are people now, if there are strangers that you feel are like judging you. I mean, I I don't think it's worth having a conversation with them, bitch. What strangers think about you? I have a tattoo on my back. What others think of you is none of your business. So if it's strangers, whatever. But if they're close friends or family or partner, then I think um, since you're a lesbian, it's a girlfriend or. A girlfriend prospect if they're the ones making you feel strange or weird about it then i think having a conversation about it because these are people that you will have to deal with forever or a long time so it's not worth 
being uncomfortable because you don't want to say something. I, I say say something so you can eliminate that part of it. But yeah, bitch, do what you want. I am I am all about cosmetic surgery. I'm like, bitch, live your life. I'm all about going to the gym as much as you want, dying your hair, like live. Life is too motherfucking short to not be happy to to, to look how you want to look for the time that you are alive on this fucking earth. Because a lot of people are dead and didn't get a chance to do it. So I'm all about doing what you want to your body to make yourself happy. Period. How lucky are you to live in 2022 and you get to have lip filler? People in the people in the 60s are just like, I just got these little thin, these little these little paper cuts. Mm-hmm. And, or bitch, people in the early 90s. I I know people, old gays from the 90s. I got filler back then, and it wasn't what it is now. And bitch, their shit is fucked up because the science was different. And like it, and back then the, the the science it would like clump up. So sometimes you see people who used to get filler back in the 90s, and their lips are kind of like they're kind of misshapen because of how the filler. You know, ended up aging because it wasn't great stuff back then. So you're in a time where it 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 looks good now and it will later. So bitch, use it, abuse it, and be fierce. Yeah. And if you have a friend that calls you out, you know what? They're probably jealous. All right, go ahead. Honestly, because because that because that bitch is broke and they can afford the filler you got. Yeah. If a, if a friend calls you out at work for about it, they're probably broke and jealous. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. What's the next one, Jacob? <laughs> Hi, Monet and Bob. My question is, how do you guys feel about colorism in the dating aspect? I'm 21 and a lot of guys, they don't even pay me any mind because I'm a dark skinned woman. And I feel like I have to do more to look pleasing. But if a light skinned woman just steps out the house, she's automatically attractive just because of the complexion of her skin. I don't get a lot of attention because of that. It might be where I'm from, but how do you guys feel about that? Do you witness a lot of that? I think um, colorism is something that is very pervasive in our society, whether it be dating, friendships, work, whatever. Like it's a it's, it's a very real conversation, and not just for Black folk, for other for other ethnic groups too. You know, it, it is a very big thing. And as it pertains to dating, I hear a lot of people talk about this, um, and. I, you know, they have to have two minds about it. One mind is, well, bitch, kind of like with gays, like with like, I don't want, any, I don't want, I don't want any femmes, I don't want any fats, whatever. I'm like, well, I don't want you either. Like, if, if you're not, if you're not looking for that, then thank God you're putting it on Front Street because then I don't want to fucking fuck you or suck your dick or date you if that's your mindset. So my mind is like, if someone doesn't want to be with you because you have darker skin, and I'm like, well, thank you for letting me know because I'm not wasting my time. But also the moral aspect of it is like, bitch, like what the fuck is wrong with you? What kind of self-loathing and self hate do you have towards your own people that because my skin is darker that you don't want to date me or you don't find me attractive it's really fucked up and i think it's just a lot of work that we have to keep on doing and calling it out now i'm saying i don't think you want to get into a screaming match with some person on a dating app um that doesn't want to date you because you're darker skin i'm like that i wouldn't want to do that either but i think it takes us societally to like mention it and doing like things on this podcast as someone that may be listening and who is perpetuating that behavior, calling it out now, when that's ha- you s- submitting your question to have this conversation out loud, I think is steps to helping solve the problem and f- helping people realize their own racial biases for their for people in, in their community. I was just, whenever I hook up with someone who's dark skin, it, it is so wild. I remember this, this, this one guy who hooked up with dark skin. And, I, and when we, whenever we have sex, I'd be like, we literally look like one person. Like, we, I literally can't tell where I end and where you begin. This is- that's, Ooh, that's a lyric. Bitch, let me let me write that down. Where and I and I want money. And if I hear you, and if I and if I hear you fucking sing it at all, run me a check. <laughs> Evidence right here. Anyway, um, 
And anyway, that's just a total side note. Um, you know, I colorism is so serious and it is so real. And I am I am pretty dark skinned. You know, I, I come from a pretty dark skinned family. We are my 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 nickname in elementary school was Blackie. And as a reminder, I went to an all black elementary school. <laughs> so they called me Blackie because I was like the blackest one 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 of the blackest of the blacks. And it was so it was just not fun. Like man, it was shit. It felt like shit. It felt so, so, so bad as a child. I ask you right now, if you're out there listening to me right now, listen to me. This is real. And I was thinking with the other day, I didn't want to tweet it because it just felt like so weird to say, to tweet, but I need to say this somewhere. Never, ever tell a kid they're ugly. You cannot ever tell a kid that. I'm telling you guys, you can't do that to a child. That is something that a child will can probably never recover from. Mm -hmm. It If you tell a kid they're ugly, it is in the back of your mind till the day you die. Because you're so formative when you're young, and when someone tells you that you're ugly, especially a bunch of other kids or like an adult, that shit can really fuck you up. Yeah. So, and I got that off my chest. Um, but I I think that money is right. Like honestly, it it sounds so basic, but it is their loss. It is their loss if they don't want to be with you because you're because you're dark skin. Um, and colorism is is really really rough in in the especially as I feel like especially um I feel personally a lot amongst uh, uh, the straights, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so I don't know what it is with like um with like straight guys specifically saying out loud sp- the words like no dark skinned girls. Like Chris Brown. That's uh, uh, go ahead. Sing your thing. I'm, I'm, I mean that, that's pretty much it. What you say about Chris Brown? Well, because you know, because Chris Brown was he was supposed to be honored at the AMAs. He was supposed to be honored at the AMAs for doing. They wanted to, to do some dance, but the AMAs pulled his performance, or they decided not to go with it. I guess maybe some people were like, "Chris Brown, like, did y'all forget?" And people were like, "Oh man, he he apologized to Rihanna. R- Rihanna, forgive him. Why why, why can't y'all move on?" And then Kelly Rowland was like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not gonna do that." And I'm like, it's not just the Rihanna thing. Like, also, it's that is Rihanna's choice to forgive but him. Kelly Rowland said, "We're not As, gonna forgive him, or we're not gonna not forgive him." We, we're not going to not forgive her because like, she was announcing and she was like, and the winner is Chris Brown. And people were like booing. She was like, uh-uh, we're not doing that. And she's like, Chris Brown, I love you, support you, blah, 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 oh, blah. Kelly Rowland supports Chris Brown. Yeah. So, and I'm like, and first of all, th- that's Rihanna's problem. I, I, I was, as a as a person who, who was a, in, in, uh, digesting pop culture, I saw that and I, I can choose myself and us as a general public can choose whether or not, like how we feel about the situation. But not just that, Chris Brown is so vocal about light skins only and like and of him not like wanting to go with dark skin girls and stuff like that so i'm like this not just a rihanna thing there are other layers as to why chris brown and the colorism thing being such a big issue in the black community to have really big black entertainers who are very popular in the community say shit like that only helps perpetuate the behavior by other dudes and people in the community didn't um chris brown get into like a fight with frank ocean over some like homophobic shit I don't know. Did he? Apparently, Chris Brown and Frank Ocean got into like a huge fight. Apparently, and apparently Frank Ocean was throwing hands. Oh yeah, Chris Brown and Chris Brown and Frank Ocean Twitter beef. But I think it became. I think that. Uh, okay, it, let's see. It got um, real in the real Chris world. Chris Brown. Chris Chris Brown tweeted, "I fuck with Frank Ocean. It reminds me of a young James Fauntleroy or Kevin Costum. I don't know who that is." And then he's and then Frank Ocean said, "I fucked with Chris Brown." Reminds me of a young Cisco or Ike Turner. Wait, wait, 
And then Frank Ocean said, I just don't under I just don't understand underhanded comments. That's all I'm saying. Wait, 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 wait. Does Frank Ocean literally have no chill? Frank Ocean has two settings. Calling you Ike Turner or selling you a forty thousand dollar cock ring. This is crazy. Uh-huh. No, that is said, wild. It, it was it was a compliment, you bitch ass nigga. Everybody claimed to be the de- came to be the devil till they meet him, and then she was just they were just going back and forth. So, so is Chris Brown saying he's like the devil? Chris Brown um tried to shake uh Frank Ocean's hand, and Frank Ocean um was like, no, thank you. Honestly, uh, Frank Ocean better work. And then uh, Chris, and then allegedly, this is where the stories get kind of murky. Um, in some accounts, it looks like Chris Brown um, punched him in the face. At some other point, it just looks like other people started fighting. And then, um, and um, through the, in that fight, somebody in Brown's crew uh, called Frank Ocean a faggot. And I, that so yeah, if it started we fight, you call me that. a slur. You were thinking of the whole time. Oh, like, if sure. we fight and you call me a slur, that's been in your mind the whole time. Do you feel that way, Mona? Oh, yeah, for sure. How do we even get on this? I don't know. Oh, we're talking about colorism and Chris Brown. Da, 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 da. But, yeah, so. Was this from the, was this question- from the, the lip injections question? The light scan no, question. This, the, like, yeah. So, long story short, again, I think that us having this conversation and the dialogue is important. But it's, 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 it's something that's so heavily embedded in our in in our culture it, is that colorism in saint lucia i honestly know i do i maybe i was so young i don't realize and going back i don't realize it now i'm sure people who live there may have a different experience but i don't like they were just black people and the thing that stuck out was a few when i was young few white people that lived on the island but you have any light skin they wouldn't yeah, like uh, light skin, light skin and dark skin West Indian people in Jamaica, it's a very big thing. Like a lot what of colorism? you know, a lot of Jamaicans, yeah, because it's so so much so that a lot of people in Jamaica who are dark skin, they they bleach their skin to be light skin. But that's not a thing in Saint Lucia at all. Like, you know, colorism is huge and it's like really intense. Uh, specifically, uh, uh, South Korea and, and Brazil uh, and Cuba. Oh, Cuba, really. Oh, yeah, in Cuba? Oh, my God. The colorism is apparent. I've never been to Cuba. But from what I hear, the colorism is, like, really intense in Cuba because there's a lot of there's a lot of black Cubans. Yeah. And also in, like, the Dominican, the Dominican Republic, which is, why a lot of, which is why some people are saying a lot of Dominicans are, say they're not black, no matter how black they look. Because they just don't want to be black. Yeah. Black like that. Imagine an app designed to make you use it less. Seems counterproductive, right? Well, Apartments.com's instant alert feature works exactly that way. Instead of scanning rental listings a million times a day, simply set and forget your search to whatever you're looking for in the place and let Apartments.com do the rest. From pet-friendly apartments to balconies to in-unit ACs, Apartments.com's powerful search tool lets you know when the perfect combination of features you're seeking is listed. So now you don't have to power through rental descriptions one by one. With more rental listings than anywhere else, Apartments.com's instant alert means you can spend less time online looking for the perfect place and more time to do you. Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Our next partner has truly made a positive impact on the most important person in my life. And no, I'm not talking about Jacob. I'm talking about my cat. My cat's old food used to stink, stank, stunk, y'all, okay? And I used to dread every time I had to feed Miss Colleen. That old cat food was boring. It was gray. It was looking crazy. And I could see Colleen literally vomiting telepathically at the thought of having to eat it. And cat food has been the same forever, so it's time cat food took the move to the 21st century, and that's why I've been trying Smalls. Are you feeding your cat kibble? Now is the time to update your cat food with Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge, and it's delivered right to your door. Smalls was started back- I was watching my poor niece eat literal hard uh, kernels of dry cereal while Monet and Andy were eating gourmet food. And that's actually when I stepped in and I said, we need to make sure that she's eating as well as you two are, okay? Smalls has started back in 2017 by a couple of guys home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. And a few short years later, they serve millions of meals to cats around the world, honey. And I feel better knowing that Colleen is eating well. And um, that she has an aunt like me who looks out for her to make sure she's not eating that old burnt up kibble. You can finally open up a packet of cat food and not get nauseated. You actually recognize the ingredients in the packet of Smalls Food. Now give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Head to smalls.com slash rivalry and use code rivalry to check out for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But... You have to use the code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code RIVALRY for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. Okay, Jacob, next question. Hi, Bob and Monet. So, I'm a 22-year-old gay person living here in Saudi Arabia, which is a very homophobic environment, both inside of my house and outside of my house. And... I really want to be able to express my gender identity and my sexuality and my drag, but I really cannot. The circumstances don't allow it, and I won't be able to for the next coming years, not not until I graduate college and try to immigrate. I just wanted to ask, like, what advice would you give to someone trying to survive 
being in the closet for a long time and feeling depressed about it. Uh, thank you very much. I love the podcast. Uh, that's a tough one. That makes me very sad. I'm very sad hearing that. I know. I just got I'm very like sad. Same. The same. Because it's just in that kind of in their tone. It's just, it just, they just sound so defeated. And I cannot, I cannot imagine living in a space and not being able to express yourself freely and to be that 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 sounds very sad and also you live in a country that you may be pursued by law like you may be in jail you could i mean i i don't know the exact laws in the middle east but you know what it sounds like you like you could be stoned or some some crazy thing so i don't even want to give any advice to put you in danger of any of that stuff it's it sounds so terrifying you know there's a company called rainbow railroad which helps people seek asylum and get out of places where they where they feel like they're in danger, specifically queer people. It's called Rainbow Railroad. It's really, honestly, one of the most sickening charities I've ever come across in my life. They help people get out of very, very scary places and get them to safety and help them seek asylum. But, you know, the thing about seeking asylum is if you seek asylum, you can't go back. Yeah. Like, you have to give up everything. You can only reach out to your family via Zoom or if they come to, to you. That's what people don't realize about asylum. So, like, when, when everyone's like, just go seek asylum. Like, you can, like, people who seek asylum. Like, I have a, we have a friend who seeks asylum from Russia, uh, a drag queen in New York City. And she can never go home again. Ever. She literally cannot go back home. Yeah. That is so. Yeah. Uh, it sounds, it's just really sad. You know, I, I think that your safety is really important. And I think that happiness is a part of safety. And. I think you have to weigh what's important to you and and what feels urgent and what you need now. You know, maybe what you need now is a home, but maybe what you need down the line is 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 queer community. Maybe you can find queer community online in a way that maybe your family won't see it by like listening to this podcast. Maybe there's queer people that you can talk to online. I would I'm afraid to even say meet them in person because my God, that sounds so scary. Yeah. But Thank God we live on the internet now. We're we're in the we're in the digital age. You know what I mean? And I just hope that one day you're in a place where you can feel free to be yourself and hold hands with who you want to hold hands with and be the kind of person you want to be. I it just sounds I, I, I really count my lucky stars every day that I that I live in a place where that's not the case yeah. for me. And all for something that happens in fucking nature. And like people, Christians said they try to say it's not natural. Bitch, it is so natural. Fucking mad animals do it. Dolphins, lions, bitch, penguins becoming they 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 develop same sex relationships and they adopt and raise baby penguins together. You know how much more natural can it get? You know they don't do in nature. Praise the Lord, worship Jesus. (laughs) There's no religion in nature. That's what they don't. That's what's not natural. Is anyone is anyone ever going to talk about that? That's a good point. There's no zebras. There's no zebras worshiping the Lord out here. You make some, you know what? You should become, you should become, you know how they have the antichrist. You should, you should be an anti pastor. You should be an anti rabbi. You could, you have some very good points. That, that is, it, is, it does not happen in nature. Never, not once. <laughs> there are no Christian Maybe in the Lion King. Yeah, in, in, the, in the movie The Lion King, it did happen. But as far as I know, there are no Christian giraffes. <laughs> That's a good point. You're so smart sometimes, my little baby. Christian with his little, a, a little giraffe. You know, I saw a video of a giraffe recently, and I was like, my God. Giraffes look crazy. 
a giraffe is fully a dinosaur. Like, when you look at a giraffe, you're like, this is insane. Have you ever seen one in real life? Not in real life. Oh, I did, actually. Andy and I went on a safari. They look like dinosaurs. I feel the same way about, about ostriches and emus. Emus look crazy. Pitch on Reddit the other day. I was scrolling through Reddit. I don't know what page I follow on Reddit, but it was an ostrich just running through traffic, and then it got hit by a car, and that bitch got up and fucking kicked the car and then went on his merry way. I was like, these motherfuckers are crazy. And ostriches can run like 40 miles an hour or something. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, they are so scary. I ever seen that lady on TikTok who, like, she's 43 like... 43 miles an hour. The one who's like this to the ostrich? Yeah, and she, like, stops them. I'm like, bitch, that thing looks like it's going to get her. Yeah, no, it's not an ostrich. Look- it's, like, it's, it's like an emu or something like that. Ostriches and giraffes look insane. I saw a giraffe online, and I was like, this just doesn't even look like a real creature. This long-ass neck. And you, ever, you know the way they... Do you know how uh, giraffes give birth? Oh, yeah, standing up. The baby just falls. <laughs> yeah. Hits a dip on birth. <laughs> gets up and starts catwalking. Like, gets up and just gets tens across the board. <laughs> yeah, Jurassic Wild. I've never seen. You know, I, years ago, and if y'all are listening, I am sorry I've had to cancel the gig so many times. I'm going to have um, my people reach back out to me because I want to go. I definitely want to go. The gig in South in Cape Town, Johannesburg. I really want to go. Trinity did it, and Detox did it. And they said, "Girl, I can't recommend this gig enough. It's such a good time." And I, was, I know it's a good time. Something just there's always something going on with my schedule. I have minutes to go, so I want to go and I want to see and touch the animals. I want to be amongst my people, the giraffes. You think you're a giraffe? For sure. What do you? What doing? does that look like to you? A pen. It's like a superhero. With a cape. You're one of those kids. I want. You're one of those kids that had, that had to play with, with pins and put uh, put posters on it as as a thing. Yeah, I didn't have. Grow up, we did not grow up with a uh, <laughs> no dollar Lego sets. I, I didn't have an imagination. I, I I needed the real thing. So please forgive us, those of us who had to resort to pins. <laughs> you'll forgive us. That right? was you. No. I also I wasn't a kid. I did I I I would I didn't make kitty sounds. I didn't do stuff like pew pew. That was not me. You sound like you were real fun. <laughs> that wasn't me. You sound like you must have been a riot to hang out with I this co- child. I couldn't do it with the fake shit. I needed the real shit. I, I was playing my Nintendo sixty four. You never play si- pretend. No, because uh, damn, it that shit sounds sad as hell. You never play 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 make believe. You never had play play nothing. No, I was I was real. Did you ever believe in Santa Claus? I did. I I think as late as like seven. Did you have a tooth fairy, Easter Bunny? We didn't have a tooth fairy. We 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 play, We hid. We dug up eggs on Easter, but I know that my mom did it. It wasn't no damn bunny. You're like we know. Uh, you we probably know. real. You probably smug about it too. Dug up eggs like they were buried underneath the ground. Well, no, like they would put them in like a plant, or they put them like in like our yard. We we had a yard, so we'd be like all over the. All over the um. So you just grounds. watching your mom hide the eggs and then just picking them up where you saw her put them down? No, she would do them like I when I when we weren't looking. You was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I see while, you. While, while she was hiding the eggs, I was getting the goat in the, in the pan. <laughs> the curry, curry goat. I was like, this bitch thinks she's slick. I was like, yeah, ma, go go hide the eggs. We didn't really do. We did Easter eggs at church. We never did them at home, though. 
Back when back back when you were you were arming your arsenal with your with your with your anti antichrist uh, uh rhetoric. That's yeah, when I that's not when I when I studied, honey. <laughs> like you know what's not natural? Animals praising the Lord. I thought about uh, I was like, you know there should be some sort of a uh a like kind of like imagine if there was like a church, but it's not actually church, it's just like healing group therapy that you go to to get good advice from from a person who is kind of pastoral, but I mean, honestly, it's AA, but like, but like, you don't have to be sober for, you can just go to this place, get good advice. And it doesn't have to be through the guise of like the Lord. I think the same thing, but do it with like mushrooms or like acid or like ayahuasca. That's even more healing. Maybe we should start our own thing. I think, okay, but I don't think that's a cult. (laughs) I'm going to stop that before it gets out of control. That's a cult. And we're not doing that. We need to move Bob, on to the next let's, question. Let's do it. Let's go to the next question, Jacob. <laughs> Why are you trying to start a cult? I, bitch, you the one that wanted to start it, not me. You're, and, then, and then the gaslighting. This is crazy. I want a garage. I hope you guys are doing really good. So, basically, I need advice on... Just, like, how to not, like, be jealous over, like, fucking, like, just boys. Like, that shit is dumb, and I, it's, I hate it, and I hate that I'm like that, but, like, I don't know. It's, like, if anything ever makes me jealous, if I'm, like, talking to a boy or whatever, I'm, like, oh, bitch, who cares? Like, no need to be jealous, blah, blah, blah. But, bitch, fucking... 10 minutes later and I'm sitting there mad because I'm jealous and it's stupid. So any advice is greatly appreciated. Love you both. You're both so amazing. And yeah, thank you. They're I mean, I jealous consider- of other boys or je- I think he, I think he means jealous of like his partner talking to boys. Got it. I think unless you're just jealous of like, like your friends being like successful or your friends. I was there times where I, where I get very jealous of people who, I'm not dating, but like, you ever had a friend who just who like gets all the, the people you want, and you're like, that was like everyone I've ever wanted to hook up with. You've hooked up with. This is crazy. I don't think so, actually. Me either, actually. <laughs> but um, anyway, um, so may I offer this notion? Jealousy is a symptom. It is not the illness. It is just a symptom of something else. Often, it is a symptom of insecurity. So. That's where you have to work on the insecurity. And then I think that if you work on the insecurity, then the symptoms of your insecurity will be lessened over time. So if you're insecure about um, whether or not your partner really loves you, maybe work on your relationship. If you're insecure about if your partner thinks you're sexy, maybe talk to your partner about that. Maybe you will learn that your sexiness is not actually derived in your physical beauty or that your sexiness is not actually in competition with anyone else's beauty. You know what I mean? Maybe your insecurity is in whether or not your partner thinks you're funny. And he thinks that these people, he has a better connection with other people. And then you might realize that your partner actually loves your connection and he doesn't want it to be different. He just likes having a different connections with other people too. You know what I mean? So I would say, I would look at uh, the symptom. I mean, look at the the cause of the symptom as opposed to looking at the jealousy as if it's the, the end all be all. 
I, I think that's great advice. I also want to offer this to you too, is that like, let's say someone is like, you are not, you're not going to be every single thing that your partner wants. There's always going to be someone prettier, funnier, smarter, more in shape or whatever. Like you, there's no way that you can be the motherfucking super Thanos of life to your partner. So I think that accepting that truth to be, to, to be truth. And that's a big step in it. Also, Talking to your partner, kind of in line with what Bob is saying, having these conversations with your partner and 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 being vocal, vocal and honest about it, it's another big, uh, big part of the puzzle in that. Because I think like once you are allowing yourself to be like, hey babe, this is what I'm feeling, and this is why I feel that way, then that opens up your partner as well to maybe affirm you more, to maybe spend time with you more, or to just make things to help you feel better in that thing. But just know you have to know in your mind that you will never be. The hottest, the funniest, the tallest, the prettiest—like it, it, no, no one can will be that. There is always going to be something else better. But just having a strong foundation and having open and honest conversation with with your partner is a is a valuable way and a good way, in my opinion, to remedy that. You also don't need to be all that stuff. And, and I right. would say there's always something better. There's always something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. And each people value things differently. And you also just you don't like if you I think person that if you feel the need to be your partner's everything there's a much much more uh important conversation to be had mm-hmm. because you have to be you have, you have to be your everything not your partner's everything be your everything yeah my uh, marriage is that marriage blah you're my everything and everything is you i don't recognize that lyric You're my everything. Oh, and, and everything is yes. you. And you're my everything. Yeah, the Bridget Blige. You know, I was wrong. I do recognize that lyric, actually. I just didn't recognize it. You, you weren't singing it. <laughs> Thank you, Bob, for pointing that I wasn't singing it. Duh. Um, I just don't Jacob, know if you know what singing is, technically or not. I don't know if you Jacob, know what singing is. Jacob, next question, please. Can you define singing? Hey, Bob and Monet. My name is Nathan, I'm 30 years old. I am based in Bristol in the UK. Um, I am a queer, non-binary person of colour. And recently I have put on a bit of weight. I fluctuate with my weight anyway, but um, since the lockdown I've I've like got the biggest that I've ever been. Um, and I love my body. I am very comfortable in my skin, but I am really struggling struggling to express myself um, in the ways that I usually do um, in terms of the way that I dress. And this is difficult for me because this means that I am basically just dressing very, in quotation marks, mask most of the time and not really exploring that femme in quotation marks side of me and i was just wondering if you had any advice what's her name um, fun fact cody i don't know i don't remember anyway, all right, go ahead. nathan nathan how did you get cody from nathan i don't know <laughs> Uh, fun fact about Bristol, when I did my first Wonder Woman show, Call Me By Monet, when I took it to the UK, bitch, Bristol was my first city. They lost my bags in Bristol. And then I didn't have it for Bristol, didn't have it for 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 uh, Dublin, and then it showed up in Glasgow like three days later. But I had 
I, it was just local queens bringing things to the show so that I could wear it. Bristol. Bristol. Um, so as someone who whose weight fluctuates a lot, and but I mean I've always been on the thicker side my entire life. I've lost a little weight in my in my in my in my adult years, but I've always been a thick bitch. And I think that if your body's changing and you say that you've put on a little weight since COVID, I think to to start embracing that femme side again, I think you have to take some time to love on your thicker self. Like something that I did was that I would just like Bob talking about like my nudes. Like I would like just take naked pictures of myself and take naked videos of myself and look at myself and be like, bitch, this is hot. This is sexy. And I would just like look in the mirror and just affirm what I was seeing in the camera, what I was seeing in the mirror and like taking that time to be like, this looks good. I think this is sexy. I better work. And I think that that was a big part of building my confidence in um, how my body was changing and me and me truly coming to love myself because it took me a long time to get here. Right. And we talk about on the podcast, you know, how we look at old pictures of myself and be like, not this Colleen, get down from there. We talk about. Why don't we talk to Cass like as if Cass gonna listen? Cass would be like, "Nigga, I heard you, and I'm not doing it." That's how Cass look at people. Um, and then you know we look at old pictures of myself and be like, "I was so hard on myself, and I was smaller back then." I think when I when, when I realized that was happening, I was I would really like go and like do the work of looking at my body and taking pictures and video of myself and be like, I look sexy, I look hot, what of it? And also drag and like being giving myself the liberty to. To be uh, to love myself and drag was a big part, and also that journey to loving my body and myself and what I looked like. I've gained a lot of weight over the years. I do not quite fluctuate. I just kind of just keep going up. <laughs> um, you know, from when I started drag, I've legitimately gained sixty pounds from when I started doing drag. Sixty pounds. That is a lot of person. It does not help that I was very skinny. I was skinny when I started doing drag. And now I am someone's uncle. I'm a several someone's uncles, to be quite frank. Um, and that's just kind of how my body has changed over the years. My body, that's just what my body's grown into. I could probably do something to change it. But I as we as we mentioned on the last podcast, I could either do the physical work it takes to change my body or the mental work it takes to love, and I've chosen to, to do neither. Um a lot of people really resonated with that quote the last time I said it. But the truth is I actually am working to try to, you know, to love my body. That was actually more of a bit than than actual than actual truth. And, you know, my uh, gender expression has definitely changed over the years throughout my aging and my weight gain. You know, the, I, I will get this, but this is a picture of me when I was like 25 and I was like 180 pounds. And I was dressing the way I'm dressing there, which is like a black shirt and, and some black jeans. And I was just like skinny and at the club, like living my dreams. And this is a picture of me around like 240, which is what I am at now, 60 pounds later. You know what I mean? Um, and I, I, something interesting that I realized is like, Nathan, there is someone out there who is, who is very into your body. Oh, baby, someone's into your body. Someone is very into the way Nathan's shaped right now. Someone out there is, is wants to fucking slurp up on some Nathan right now. Somebody wants that thick, non-binary Bristol bussy, baby. And somebody wants it today, honey, all right? Bussy. And there is nothing wrong with um there's nothing wrong with getting affirmations from people who you from hearing people tell me that I was sexy really helped me out. Oh my God. Help me so much. Having someone affirm you in your beauty, oh my God, that can do a lot. There's nothing wrong with asking for that and searching for that. 
you know, ever let anyone make you feel bad about it. Yes, I agree. Sorry, Colleen jumped. I got nervous. Put put your cat down. Stairs, please. I shan't. Are you not going to acknowledge that really brilliant bit? You're such a hater these days. I don't know what's got into you. You're a hater these days. We probably have time for one more question, so we should take the question, Bob. Well, we have time for you to acknowledge that I am that, oh, that was funny. That was our last question. Oh. So why don't we spend the rest of the, the, these last six minutes talking about our problems? Or you can talk about what you thought about uh, Black Panther 2. We haven't discussed on the podcast yet. We need to talk to some money needs to address the, the issue, in the, the elephant in the room. Her, her opinion on Black Panther 2? That would be a really good topic. Bob, what did you think of Black Panther 2? I, I, thought, that, I thought that it was as funny as me. What do you think, Monet? Do you think Black Panther 2 is as funny as me? I thought M'Baku was a, was a, I loved M'Baku's role in the film. I loved him. No, if I'm being very serious, I'm, I'm and he's 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 Trinidadian. Did you know that Trinidad. he's West Indian, bitch? I know that you hate West Indians and you talk about Caribbean <laughs> people all the time. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. We all know what? it. Why would I hate West Indians? We have nothing to by your behaviors on this podcast, and we know how you feel about Southerners. And there's I a lot Southerners. of Southerners who listen to this podcast. Some of, some some of my favorite dick is from the South. Okay, okay. Well you, well, you fetishize our dick. What about our way of life, honey? <laughs> um, my honest thoughts about, about uh, Black Panther uh, 2, Wakanda Forever. You know, it was long. And I, okay, sp- we need to obviously spoiler alert. We're throwing out a spoiler alert to you all. Yeah. Black Panther 2 was long. Mama, it was giving long. It could have been shorter. I really do feel that way. It was really weird to see them pay tribute to a, a dead character who's also a dead person. Like they were paying tribute to uh, T'Challa, but also paying tribute to Chadwick, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, which was very interesting. I, I I wasn't I wasn't in love with like the the racial fighting between the the indigenous Mexicans or the, uh, the indigenous Wakandans. North Americans, um, and the um and the black people, the Mesoamericans, the Mesoamericans. Mesoamericans thank you, between the Mesoamericans. And the black folks, I was like, why? Why we gotta be fighting? Like when we, we could be fighting uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, who's over here actively plotting all of our downfall. Let's go fight the Let's go fight the vice president. Let's go fight Veep. Well, I think they're trying to give. They're trying to build up, build up to that. So they they did it in this thing. But I want to fight Veep now. I want to fight like like I don't I don't want to fight these fucking Mesoamericans. I want to fight the the vice president, honey. My my qualm was that I I, I thought it was a good movie. I wish I wish the I go uh, listen. I go to Marvel movies for the fighting and the and like the the crazy fight scenes and what the um, the first Black Panther movie. The fight scenes were so fucking good in it. And in this one, I feel like the fiercest one was the one with Okoye and um one of the uh they're not Atlantans. What 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 are they called? To um to uh, Tolokan um. I can't remember. It was hard to pronounce. Yeah, one of one of the Mesoamericans and Okoye when they fought when they fought on the bridge in Boston. To me, that was the fiercest fight scene, and the big fight scene that we built up to the end. It just felt a little anticlimactic. There was like a there was like a, a few moments, but normally the final fight scene in, in these Marvel movies they're always fucking fierce, and you live and you leave the theater like, oh my god, that was so good. So that I was I was upset that I I didn't get like my full my my. The fighting scenes that I wanted in in Black Panther, and Black Panther was getting her ass whooped. She was getting beat the fuck up. I was like, this she is getting whooped up, honey. 
beat down. I was like, my God, this is not looking good at all. She got the powers and didn't do nothing. I was like, what is yeah. going on? Well, you know, because T'Challa was like, uh, he was like an expert warrior and like a, and like a good fighter. And Shuri's, Shuri's claim to Black Pantherism, or like we've seen, is that she's really smart. So like you would think that she would like give herself like gadgets and stuff to give her a leg up. And like those two little hand things she made, he, 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 he crushed those in the first, in the first second of combat. They were gone. Yeah, like make her like Iron Man or something. You know what I mean? Like super smart, right? Yeah, like. Because she is super smart. But use your technology the way Iron Man does, or the way that that uh, that college girl was doing. Ironheart. The college girl name was Ironheart. Yeah, she's she's gonna be Ironheart in this series. She's the she's a um um Iron Man's pro, um, protege. Well, she becomes oh. a new Iron Man. And, and her spinoff Marvel show is the one that Shay's in. Yeah. Wow. So you don't you, you don't you why why you why do you hate Shay? Shay has nothing but support you. Uh, your little um a uh, uh, black black nativity show. What's it called? Um, Umoja, no. What is the, the the show with BB and you and Pep and and Shay? Oh my God! What it's on it's, it's on it's why do you, why do you hate BB Pep and Shay? It's why do you hate me BB Pep and Shay and Mo Hart? Why do you why do you hate all of us? Jacob, that's the real again? question. It's not I'm not telling tongue. you. Why do you tell me why you hate all of us and I'll and I'll tell you the name of it. So Why did you end, decline right? an invitation to be a part of it? That, that is, that is, I have explained this story 19 times. I did not decline it. Y'all know. Why did the, you decline? The, y'all know. Why do you not want to be associated that? with I'm other, not, Why do you want to distance yourself from the other black creators? <laughs> that's not what happened. And y'all know that's not what happened. Why do you want to be um, on a separate? Why do you think you're better than all the, the other black girls? It? Nativity. Umoja. Yeah, it's called Jumanji. <laughs> what is the name? It's called Nubia. Nubia. And then you bel- you belittle it and laugh at it by calling it Umaji and Jubambwe. <laughs> Djibouti. You are, this is, the way you want to separate yourself from all the black girls and, and belittle what we've created. <laughs> that is not is what's insane. happening. You're so ridiculous. You think you're better than us. I do not. Are you better than us? Are you better than, are you better than me? I'm definitely better than you. Are you better than Pep? I'm better than you. Are you better than Pep? I'm better than you. Are you better than BB? I'm better than you. Are you better than Shay? I'm better than you. Are you better than Mohart? <laughs> I'm better than you. So the question thing. So, so the question is, if you think you're better than all of them, then I guess I am. So you're better than all of them. If I'm better than you, how, how do you how do you how do you reach yourself next to these queens? Wow, I think we're uh, equals. Uh, okay, so I guess we're equal then. No, so if you're better than me and we're equals, you're better than all of them. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Do you know how right. math works, Mama? You ever I, heard the transitive property, Mama? I don't, but I know what, how meth works, and I'm about to do some right now. So by the by the transitive property, you think you're better than all y'all? You heard it, Monet's better than every other black queen who's ever existed. I'm sorry, y'all had to find out this way. <laughs> you know what? Me, Vixen, and Tamisha Mon, we gonna start our own thing <laughs> called <laughs> Khadijah. <laughs> and on that note y'all have a one thank you for listening to sibling advisory goodbye everyone you are wild today's episode is brought to you by angie angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com.